Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Well, hello everybody, wait, hello everebody, and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. You started that like Orson Welles in that wine commercial. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Didn't see, but not in the fun way, like in the deranged way. Um. <laughs> We're back. We weren't going to do an episode this week, but we pushed the live show a week. Yes. I forget the reason, but there was a reason behind it. Um, I don't know. I guess just my schedule. I don't know. I, I honestly can't remember. But there was a good reason. There was a good reason. Yeah. Uh, you were just like, yeah, let's push it. So I was like, all right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I did that, but. It'll be fun. Uh, we're doing, what are we doing for the live show? Amityville Thanksgiving. Giving, but we still have time to audible. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I thought, fuck, I I forgot that we promoted. I dude, I think in one of the episodes we switched it to. I think we chose something else, but well, I we have listeners that have already watched it. Uh, Amy Smith messaged me today about it, and she was like, uh, "By the way, this is very boring. Like nothing happens." <laughs> First of all, I'm more concerned that there's people watching it, like. <laughs> in their free time like it's not <laughs> stop it <laughs> what, what are you doing um maybe we do an old switcheroo we'll see but tune in we'll be there we'll do something fun regardless it's going to be a good choice we'll have a good something good um so patreon people throw in some suggestions throw out some suggestions send them to sean at i hate horror.com or do it by uh, Friday. Do it. So, oh, fuck. Yeah, I got to edit it. Yeah, don't do that. Don't send me anything. Don't. don't. We'll figure it out. <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, so we took a week off uh, last week because we were in. We did Monster Mania. Yes. 
Yes. We're in Philadelphia, Monster Mania Con. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, it was, let's recap that. Let's recap that, that, that day, uh, two days. So good, good. I, I liked it, man. man. It's so weird because like going into it, I keep, me and Joe have this new kind of plan we want to do for live events and it's a good idea. And the cons are so expensive and shit, but like, it is like, like at the beginning, I'm always exhausted before we even do it. Then like we do it and I'm like, that was so fucking fun. So fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. Like, it's just like so cool. And to see everyone and dude, we just did this last year, May, 2021. We did it somehow more people and not even a ton and of repeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Repeat. Like that's yeah. the crazy part. Like that's the nutty part. I thought it was going to be, it, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. And appreciate everyone that fucking came out and said hi. And, uh, the way people reacted to us made us what? look like rock stars and, and <laughs> traveled from, uh, New Jersey and Virginia. And like people, Mm-hmm. bought the price like bought the ticket to get in just to come hang with us for a bit and then they're like because uh, because we would ask like about being area like they came to hang with us so like so who are you gonna go see and like no i just wanted to like come say hi and i'll walk around right. for a minute and then i'm out of here i'm like wow damn they it's literally crazy. left as thank soon you. as they met us. It means a lot yeah it really does it really does and thank you all so much it was it was just really cool to to meet so many of you out there um I don't know. I had a really good time. I had a really good time. And it was so funny because like Friday was super slow because who goes on a fucking Friday? Dude, I can't think of anything I want to do less than like <laughs> drive. Who? I mean, because people are probably traveling. There's so many people traveling for these events. But like doing that drive on a Friday sucked and we were performing essentially, you know, like I, I, I couldn't do that drive on a Friday after work. Like, fuck that. Like, so. Friday, it was like slow. And as usual, you see the other people at these cons. They're not being. And they might not be doing this at all. It might just be in my head. But I do think there's a little bit of it out there. Because you can feel the energy of the room. And you can see people do not. Not that they don't like us there. But they're like, well, fucking morons. Like. Well, we're not flipping anything, and they all are, they're all selling stuff, right? Right, it's right. Like- so they're kind of like, there's kind of a weird vibe, and they, they kind of are like, oh, what are you doing? Like, and we're like, yeah, we're just doing this. And then always, you guys show out, and fucking everyone eventually, <laughs> like, the people around us come to our fucking table and are like, wait, so, <laughs> like, yeah, how do all these people fucking know you? <laughs> like, like, they are like, they're confused. They're very fucking confused, like bewildered yes. almost. It's great. Um, and the table across from us, like they ended up taking like all of the pictures for us, for everybody, like everyone that wanted a picture. <laughs> like That's what they did more of. And it was just like so fucking weird. But um, yeah, it was a good time, man. It was a really good time. We had our little fucking punk rock booth, which, you know. If we do it. My favorite is when is when we're set up and people walk by and like, so what are you guys? They're like, oh, we're a podcast, and they just like stone stone cold stare at us. We're like, 
I really like those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. <laughs> so one of the listeners, fuck, I wish I remembered his name. Do you remember his name? Josh. The, the one, Josh? Yeah. This kid comes up to us, like picks up a sticker and is like, <laughs> so what are you guys? And, and Joe started like answering like, cause it's always a fucking headache to like answer that fucking, <laughs> it really fucking is. And we also realized this week, this this event that there is no indication of what we are on our fucking poster there's like the smallest words it says podcast somewhere on the fucking the, the fucking whatever you collage but there's no indication of what we are it's so insane and um but like it, it sucks to like have to like explain it all to somebody um and it turned out to be a listener and it was like the best fucking ruse of all time because it was like yeah, I was gonna uh, really give like my shirt like, uh, voice. Like he was like, "We're a podcast," <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, I know. I listen to you every day." And we were like, "Oh, thank fucking god!" And he was like, "But he was confused because he's like, why did you believe that?'" And we were like, "No, that's like you're like the twelfth person that's asked me that." Like, <laughs> right. <last> hour. <laughs> that fucking does that. Like that's that is a thing. That is a fucking thing. <laughs> And to not sound like a dick, like when people ask me that, like I'm always enthusiastic because I want to like promote it. I'm like, oh yeah, we're a podcast. Like, come check us out. Like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like those things. Okay. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It is. It is. It is. It's a weird scene, man. The cons are a weird scene. Weird crew out there. Oh, and Terrifier Two is like, yeah, it's hot. It's it's the talk of the town. Dude, that is like unreal. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Like that was crazy. Like everyone had the merch. Everyone. It's got to be like 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 it's got to be like what Scream would have been like. You know, if we were at cons when that had just been released, like everyone wearing Ghostface merch and talking about it. I mean, because it, 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 it was a hot topic. Dude, this is not even an exaggeration. That woman had to be what sixty-five to seventy. The one outside yeah. the hotel room, yeah, sixty-five to seventy years old, because her grown son was driving her around, and she was like, "So did you see Terrifier 2? I was like, "What? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> we're not even at the con. We're at the fucking hotel. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Why yeah. is this fucking happening?" And there was also no indication that we were involved. Like, we were wearing like just street clothes, like nothing like with our our show on it and like nothing to indicate we were going to a horror convention. No. The same with her. She was a 70 year old woman. <laughs> Just approaches us and asks that. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And then from there on out, it was literally everyone there was just talking about terrifier too. And Damien was there and, yep. uh, and you met, um, you met, um, uh, our girl, Robin lively from Teen uh, witch. witch. Yeah. Uh, and, and Joe got her to fucking curse, which was a feat, probably. I don't think she's out there cursing a lot in front of people. So, <laughs> yeah, because I brought up, uh, I told her I was, I was a big fan of Santa Who and uh, almost not quite human part two. <laughs> she was so bamboozled. <laughs> it's so funny pulling out those deep. Cuts. She was like, it's just Santa Who? I was like, yeah, I love Leslie Nielsen. And her exact quote was, yeah, everyone does, but Santa who? <laughs> <laughs> no shit, dickhead, but that's, that's not one of them. <laughs> not one of the things to reference. Um, all right. Well, that was uh, Monster Mania Con. Thank you to everyone that came out and showed out and said hi. And it was 
cool as fuck. It was cool as fuck. And we're going to do some other live stuff, but I think we're going to change the way we do things moving forward. So, um, so that's that. Uh, let's move on to the this, this week's show. It's Thanksgiving break, baby. Yes. The, the yes. dead the dog murder marathon continues too. We get we get more dog murder. Do. What we, haven't, we haven't taken a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's been wait, Amityville. Yeah. Toxic Avenger. Ghostwatch? Yeah. Ghostwatch has a cat or dog? I don't know. But it was really Toxy, Amityville, and now Christy, all three. Yeah. Uh, this one, not as graphic, thankfully. This one was all off screen. You actually don't know if the dog got hurt. That dog died. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is a weird choice. Wait, did I say what it was? I didn't. Uh, uh, no, no. We're doing a movie called Christie. It's from 2014. It actually debuted on Lifetime. Lifetime. And Lifetime original. I hadn't heard of this. Until three days ago, when you were like, "Hey, we're doing Christy for this week's episode," I was like, "Okay, what the fuck is that?" You're like, "It's a Thanksgiving movie from Lifetime." I'm like, "Well, this sounds horrible. Like, why are, <laughs> why are we doing this?" Uh, I have to say, man, I kind of fucked with it. It was actually like pretty suspenseful, dude. I actually was scared at points. It, I, I did not like it. I I I do. I mean, I have I have trouble with the. Um, the like un the like just deranged people like doing shit for no reason, right? Like really just that that psychotic. I mean, that's, re- that's real life horror, right? That's it's real just, life, right? It's like a yeah. kill bot uh, in real life. You know, you don't, you can't, and they exist. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, no, and it's it's terrifying, and that idea is scary, and they did they did it really well, and it's crazy because Lifetime put it out and then Netflix immediately picked it up like yeah. uh, a few days later and bought the rights to it and put it out. Um, now I'm not, we, we should have asked our buddy Mike that we do eight out with because he's, he subscribes to fucking the lifetime, like, you know, like Paramount plus lifetime has one <laughs> lifetime has their own. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and Mike, Mike subscribes to that because he loves these movies. Um, I always assume lifetime was like in the vein of Hallmark and, this seems pretty intense for them to to be playing. I I think this was an accident. I, <laughs> there's not a lot of details on what happened here, but I think it was. I think somebody made this movie, and then Lifetime was like, "Yeah, we'll fucking buy it." Like it was like a last ditch effort, maybe. Um, Weird, because it, it debuted at the London Film Festival and it had theatrical release internationally, but for some reason, Lifetime scooped it up and released it. It's so fucking weird. I I, I don't think Lifetime made... I don't know. Did they? I, I'm going to pull that up. No, um, I don't think they had anything to do with the production of it. No. So it's so it's not like a true Lifetime original. Or, or Lifetime original movies are fucking... Yes, they are in the vein of Hallmark, except like with people dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, I do, actually. Yeah, it makes sense. Dark, yeah. It's the dark, yeah. the dark Hallmark. <laughs> Paul, Paul Fuck! I need. I think I need to start watching Lifetime movies. You know what? I was. I just pulled up a list of them, and I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. This sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> these these fucking movies that they have listed here are 
just fucking outrageous. A recipe. Oh, wait, that's the fucking. Remember when they were like making fun of themselves too and they did the KFC thing? Yes, yes. The recipe Dude, I think for production. Our, our, uh, our hometown buddy, Joe Russo, I think his movie, The All Pair Nightmare, is, is a lifetime original. Oh, is that all? That's a I lifetime? So. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Surviving Compton, so, Dre, Suge, and Michelle. That's right. I saw that. Fuck, I, was I forgot there. that was Lifetime. It was all right. Of course it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the angle everyone wanted. Um, and it's so crazy because it looks like they almost ripped off the straight out of Compton poster and then just put Michelle in front, in front of it. Michelle A? Yeah, is that how you say it? Yeah, I don't know why I correct you. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> I mean, the, the the two Michelle A fans out there are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, I mean, still, regardless, how they got this movie is a little crazy. Um, it is. It's not super gory. Um, it's not gory it, at all. It, yeah. It is suspenseful, man. And and yeah. I did hear that there was like a there was like a more violent cut, and that's what got released internationally, which is crazy that it hasn't been here. Um, but I found this because, like Joe said, I'd never heard of Christie either. But I was looking for like Thanksgiving or fall themed movies just to fill in the gap this week. Um and I on Three lists, Christy was there, and one of them had him at the number one Thanksgiving movie, like horror movie. Um, and I was like, I mean, I, I still don't know if that's – it's definitely not true. That's definitely not true. But but <laughs> I, I, I appreciated it. I appreciated it, and it is fucking a Thanksgiving movie. I love it. Thanksgiving break, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, Thanksgiving movies are hard to come by. You know, it's, you got Blood Rage. You got Thanksgiving. And you have planes, trains, automobiles, and of course, son-in-law. I've been I've been on a Paulie Shore kick, as Sean knows. I, I can't stop talking about fucking Paulie no, Shore. Son-in-law <laughs> is, dude. I loved all of his movies so much. I really did. I loved In the Army Now. I loved Son-in-Law. I loved fucking Jury Duty. I fucking I fucked with Paulie. Dude, I was talking to uh, Moderate Chaos about this. Like everyone in school would talk about Paulie Shore movies. It was like the biggest phenomenon. Yeah, going back to him. Holy shit. <laughs> what was wrong with society? You know what's crazy, though? The one I never really... I don't even know if I've ever seen it all the way through, to be honest, is Encino, man. Dude, that's the second best. That's the second best one. Son-in-law is by and far his best. Son-in-law rules. Son-in-law fucking is so fucking... Son-in-law rules. Yeah. Son-in-law... because Well, that's because that character actually fits in that. Dude, it completely fun. fits, and he's not... like Yeah, yeah. Because even in Encino, man, he's playing the weasel... Yeah. But he's not the main character, and every time he shows up, he's just cramming in this stupid Lego. <laughs> and in son in law, he's supposed to be you're not supposed to really love him. Like there's a fucking nightmare. That's, that's everyone, nightmare. everyone he's, hates he's like, guts. Yeah, every, dude, the entire movie is everybody hating him, and then like they, they come to terms with the fact that he's right. like a good hearted deep down. Good, yeah. He's got a good heart, but he's still an annoying but he's an annoying dude, he's an annoying fucking asshole. <laughs> the only one that works dude in the army now is fucking he would have been fucking discharged immediately he, as soon as he walked through the fucking door he would have been fucking discharged 
<laughs> all of them, man. All of them. I mean, I laughed out loud at all of them, but I don't think any of them were funny. I was just laughing aloud that like these somehow got made, and he was a mega star. But mega. dude, the end of I know we're supposed to talk about Chrissy, but I have to talk. The end of Encino Man has Paulie Shore breaking the fourth wall just to say, "I'll be back." <laughs> you weren't even the main character. Like nobody, nobody was clamoring for that at the end of Encino Man. Like if how Brendan Fraser's character did that, like fine, I'd be fine with that, but <laughs> not his. <laughs> how did they know that he was going to catch on though? Like I guess well, he, had he, had, he had he had the MTV show. He he was yeah. he was popular. And he had that much leverage from that show to like. I mean, his mom, his dude, his mom owned that comedy club too, so I'm sure nepotism played a part. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that MTV show was MTV was on the rise, and he was like the face of the young hip crowd. A young Jesse Campbell. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. For sure. Wow, what a fucking headache of being in a room with those two guys. <laughs> like Paulie, like I mean, I think we can all agree, Paulie. Paulie's musical knowledge is probably pretty fucking limited. So, and that was, that was what everyone's like diss with Jesse Campbell was, right? It was like, he's a fucking idiot. Like he doesn't know. And Dave Holmes is like an encyclopedia. Dude, Dave, dude. Dude, uh, <laughs> Dave dude. Holmes could like recite anything at the drop of a dime and like exact years in like track listing and stuff. And then there's just Jesse. Who's like, hey, man. Fucking couldn't tell you shit <laughs> for those of you that don't know we're talking about mtv ran a dj contest in the early 2000s i guess or late hey, listen, 90s. listen here's an unpopular opinion they got it fucking right dude dave holmes is the most vanilla looking dude he's wearing cargo shorts and like a, a tucked in button-up shirt at his audition for mtv like what are you doing i don't like matt pinfield you know, was an encyclopedia, but he, at least he had like a personality. Dave, Dave was so fucking down the line. Unbelievable. It really was. And they did get it right, but also they didn't because like, just get rid of Jesse. It could have been just find somebody else. That's not that fucking <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I literally had no idea. who's on. <laughs> Dude, how did he even get on that? That's so fucking insane. <laughs> Oh, dude, imagine Joe, because Joe could probably do what Dave does, Dave Holmes does. Imagine Joe going up, you'd be like, fuck yeah, this is Joe's time to shine, man. This is it. He knows fucking everything. <laughs> and some fucking idiot's like, cosplaying as Edward Scissorhands for some reason. <laughs> you know from the jump that you're going to be kicked out. Oh, you're going to lose. <laughs> like, from day one, you're like, fuck. Like, <laughs> This fucking asshole is going to beat me. Like, this sucks. <laughs> oh, well, that's the VJ. We're going to do we're gonna do a fucking full episode on the, the, the VJ contest. Oh, what was it? Let's do it for Patreon, yeah. Dude. Like, how did they do that? Was it on TRL only? Or was it its own show? I can't remember. I think it was its own, like, giveaway. I mean, I... I haven't obviously watched it since it happened. I just remember because you could vote live for it. Right. It was, it was a close race. It was close. But like, you, you know, it, it was close. It, it's, it's the illusion of Viacom, Viacom was voting for Dave Holmes <laughs> and still lost. That's, that's what happened. And that's insane. Um, but thankfully he, he still works. So he, he, yeah. he's, he's doing all right. Um, all right, so Christy, Lifetime <laughs> movie, Thanksgiving break. Um, 
Very, very fucking creepy, man. Yeah. And this came out in 2014. And I'll be honest, I think it might have been, I don't want to say ahead of its time in like a, not in like a technical way or filmmaking way, but just like the, what they were discussing, like the, the dark web aspect of it. Like, I feel like hadn't really picked up in 2014, totally like to the public, like to the public at large. I think some of that even, Oh no, let's see. Let's see. 2014. Sorry. I'm just trying to think about like how that technology like would have worked. Um, but I think other than that, I guess, it's, I guess it's not like totally ahead of its time, but like, I feel like the dark <laughs> web stuff is like way creepier now. Um, because most people are aware that it's very fucking real. Like, yeah, yeah. It's more unconscious, yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's crazy. Um, they got cults. They got the dark web. They got fucking... Uh, MacGyver. Asian-style shit. What'd you say? MacGyver. Mac- oh, bro. Uh, dude, dude. <laughs> That guy plays MacGyver in the in the reboot. I have I have oh oh I thought you were talking about what she does in this movie because no no no, no. they actually she actually MacGyver. does turn into MacGyver at the end like it's actually crazy she fucking she does yeah I was it was weird I made a joke about her making a bomb and then she kind of does at the end so I was like oh that's fucking insane <laughs> um oh yeah so wait so who who's who's MacGyver the kid. Her boyfriend, boy- uh, Lucas Till. Lucas Till is, is the actor. Yeah. Havoc in the um, in the Havoc in the X Men. Yeah, probably what I pro- should have should have referenced. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Is MacGyver still in the air? The no, no, nah, nah, end of last year. We're big. We're big oh, MacGyver oh, fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely devastated. The MacGyver. <laughs> The, the world's biggest MacGyver fan. <laughs> a, a, a time period where you can literally just buy anything. <laughs> MacGyver doesn't need to build shit anymore. <laughs> um, Haley Bennett is in this, um, and she's she's fucking blown up these days, man. I mean, and she has been, I guess, for a while. But um, she plays uh, the the lead Justine in this college student. Um. And and she's she's in a ton of stuff now. I thought I wrote down a list of the stuff, but she's all over. And I thought her acting was, I mean, probably the best acting in the movie. Actually, the security guard's pretty great. Security is great. Uh, she she's great. And, and spoiler, obviously, but uh, she's great as a final girl. I, I really yes. liked, I, I like that she made it through the end. I like that she turned into a badass. And uh, man, I I can't actually I can't say enough positive things about this. I, I think it's really fucking good. Are, would, are you going to recommend people watch it? I am going to recommend it. I mean, it's not without its fault. I mean, it, people are hacking into her laptop within like two seconds of being cool. on, on campus somehow. Which you know, they didn't know her name. <laughs> like how she like whatever. I, sure, I can get route phone calls that that are going to the police department <laughs> to, to their own cell phones to be like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> it's off the rails. They met but, the, I mean, I thought I thought something would come like at the end. They're like, "Oh, sh- they've known her all along. They, they've been stalking her since like she was a child." Because they are a satanic cult. Like, I thought yeah. maybe like her parents were involved or something. No, no, they're just extremely good at what they do. <laughs> just are able to are able to manipulate technology. But 
2022, not so much 2014, you can see these groups of people, and that's kind of what this movie will get into it, but you can see groups on the internet, regardless of where they're located, helping out smaller groups of people doing weird fucking shit. Yeah. And like mass attacking people from all over. So like the concept of this cult is it's all over the country, but they're organized online and that, and, and engaging with each other online um, and encouraging this behavior. And it's, it's a lot scarier this year <laughs> when, when I mean, it could easily happen. The new Batman movie touches upon that, right? Like uh, Riddler yes. gets everyone yeah. going on the, on the yeah, dark yeah, web. Yeah. Dark Web. Wasn't there a horror movie called Dark Web? Anyway, I feel like hey. there was. Hey, anyway, let's get into the movie. We got a lot to talk about. So uh, we already gave you the details on there. We open with a bunch of people in hoods walking around the woods. It's cut with these flashbacks of this woman running, screaming for her life. Um, one of them, you see him take a picture with a flip phone for whatever reason. And... <laughs> yeah. That's my biggest concern. I actually, 2014, we didn't need to do that. <laughs> she opens up a website on a fucking flip phone, and I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but they take a picture, and there's a dead woman there. And we cut to the news, which is reporting another missing woman. Um, don't know. that. No hints. No, that, no, like, we think it's a cult or anything like that. It's just... Another girl's gone missing recently. Like, let's look into it. Then we get the credits where it kind of explains a little bit of the backstory of the cult, which um, the term Christy, it's a cult that is targeting women who they believe are like, uh, what would you call it? Like a picture perfect, like normies, but also followers of God. Yes. Um, and a, so Christy is short for Christian, a Christian woman. So they call them Christies. I like it, dude. I, I kind of fucking you. like it. I kind of like fucking it. very fucking uh, Charles Manson esque. Yes, right. Like having some random weird name that he fucking while he was on fucking LSD came up with, and then somebody was like, "Yeah, we'll kill him for you," and he was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> that's, that's the best way to paraphrase what happened for Manson. <laughs> like, big balls and some fucking weird ass hallucinogen. Be like, I want to kill those guys. And then the people showing up two hours later be like, hey, we killed them. And Charlie just be like, oh, <laughs> you did what? That wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> um. Uh, we meet Haley Bennett, who plays Justine. She's got a boyfriend, um, and, and she is just a fucking nerd. She's a nerd at the beginning. She she loves school so much. Uh, maybe a little closed off. Maybe a little reserved. She won't. I, I, she's not putting out. She's. I thought they were alluding that she actually was Christian, but I don't know if that was the case or not. But I think they were kind of teetering with that line without going into it. So I was going to ask you, because they do call her Christy, and we know that this cult uh, specifically seeks out Christian women. So right. why were they targeting her? Did she have a cross on? Because she encounters one of them at the gas station. Correct. So I thought the same thing, and I, through my reading, was looking it up. And it's kind of 
whether this is on intentional or not, you could probably argue, but um, from what I read, it's like the cult is flawed as most cults are. Uh, and they just see any like pretty woman and they just, if they're not fucking weird, they're fucking, they love fucking God. Okay. Which makes sense, right? Like cults aren't fucking really that logical. They're not going to be no, like, believe in God. Can you, <laughs> can you confirm whether you believe in Christ or not? <laughs> Sending people door to door. Hey, uh, yeah, we're looking for believers of Christ. Um, Justine is going to go do laundry and these scenes are so fucking effective. It's just red herring after red herring the entire first 30 minutes. It's set up for you to be fucking scared. Always. Yeah, and, and this movie's only an hour and 20 minutes. So it just, it, it, it flies by. The pacing's great. The pacing's great. Yeah. Tell a fucking story in an hour 20. All these people have lost their fucking minds. Need two hours. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Justine's going to do laundry. We're getting, like, all sorts of, like, lights flickering. And then they even explain the shit, right? Like, the lights are flickering and they go out and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, here it is. And they have the cameras at all the right angles. And then her friend walks in and is like, dude, is that shit still going on? And they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be fixed by the end of the week. And you're like, good job, guys. I, lo- I love this. <laughs> Not just like, well. Um, Justine and her friend are staying back. Everyone has left the campus because it's Thanksgiving break. Her and her friend are staying back, and then uh, we're immediately told by her friend, who, again, just saw her in the laundry room, and was like, can't wait for Thanksgiving break. And three minutes later, is like, I gotta go. I'm not gonna be around for Thanksgiving break after all. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And she leaves Uh, her car behind. And she leaves her car behind, yes. Uh, Because she's going to the airport, so... She does not need a car, so Justine gets the keys, baby. And and they actually explain why Justine is not going, which I liked. Uh, why she's staying on campus, rather, and it's because she's uh, she's at the college on financial aid. Uh, she does not come from a a well off family, and she cannot afford to leave. She can't afford to travel back, which was always a thing for some people. Some people traveled yes. far and. Um, and then we get a montage of Justine and an empty college, just doing Justine things, just doing, living her goddamn best life, playing soccer by herself. It's like it's like a fucking, like in Big when he's finally grown, you know, and he's just acting like an asshole. Like why would, doing that? The shit she's doing is like the most mundane shit, and honestly, like. Playing soccer by yourself does not even look fun. You could like, <laughs> you could sell me on having a whole college campus to yourself and it being like a cool, cool experience. But like, what they did was like her dancing in the hallway, looking like depressed as fuck, and then her kicking a ball by herself to like <laughs> nobody. All right. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. What, let's be real. What would you do if you were left on campus alone? Uh well, I I'll tell you what. After watching that, I I would I would probably bug out. I would probably bug out, dude. I okay, okay. Not, not 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 just not after watching this movie. I'm just saying, like you stayed behind on on Eastern's campus, even though you if you <laughs> let's pretend you went there, you stayed behind and you were there by yourself. What are you gonna are you gonna be kicking soccer balls in the hallway? No. no what are you gonna do? I don't know. 
I'm gonna get fucking drunk and masturbate, first of all. Like, <laughs> nonstop. I'm not, it's not, I'm not gonna have pants on at all. I'm gonna shit with the door open, and that's, I'm not gonna leave my room. I'm just gonna have food delivered to me. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I'm not kicking, so- dude, kicking soccer balls by yourself. What a fucking grip. It was so funny. And she would, like, pass it. And <laughs> there was just no one there. <laughs> it's, like, my favorite part. Uh, well, Justine leaves, um, and she has a fun little moment with uh, Wade, the security guard. She leaves to go get some snackies because it's Thanksgiving, and she's going to go do that. And Wade, the security guard, <laughs> is, like, my favorite dude in the world. I've never met – or I shouldn't say that. I've never seen in a movie a guy better suited to play a security guard. Like, the same, like, demeanor uh, as most security guards I've ever seen at these places where they're just, like... For sure, yeah. Just super fucking cool, man. Just, like, they're there. And it's just, he... No creepy vibes at all. Just a, just a solid dude. Um, I, I loved him so much. Um, and then we no creepy vibes. Like, like, he never gave off a red herring. You're just like, oh, this no. guy, this guy is a good one. Yeah, you never once. Yeah. And then there's a guard at the gate and equally as cool. He's just like, make sure you got your key because I'm out of here uh, when I'll be out of here by the time you get back. Um, And you really don't know what's going to happen at this point. Like, I like you really I, I don't know. Like, I was just like, what? Where are we going with this? And not in a bad way, but just like they're setting everything up. Right. Yeah. Like. All the pieces are coming together. You've got the, the security guards, the front gate guy's gone. And they like, even tell you that there's a groundskeeper who lives in a house on campus uh, yes. that he, he'll be here too. Yes. And so you you have all these parts, and you, but you just like can't quite figure out how the fuck this is going to go down. And it goes down in a way that was surprising to me. Um, she goes to a convenience store, pick up her snackies. We see... We see someone in a hood just throwing magazines all over the fucking floor. Dude, which, I would I would leave at that point, right? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> I, I am so gone, dude. Just throwing them on the even floor. not even for being scared. It's just like I don't like whoever is doing that is just such a fucking idiot asshole. I just don't want to be in a store with them. I just, I'll just go to another convenience store. He's gonna. They're gonna do something fucked up. They're gonna do something fucked up, and I don't want to be around for it. Like they're gonna like. Get in line ahead of me and like fucking scream and Dude, fight. Just, just talk to you, right? Because you know they're gonna make eye contact with you. Which fun fact, she does. Like, and yeah, and that's you, you have, dude. You have to like know your surroundings because that's what's gonna happen. Somebody's throwing magazines. You know they're looking to talk to someone, and it's just gonna be a nightmare conversation. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Joe is approached by these people regularly. Dude, uh, I, don't know, dude, I don't know what it is, man. Joe is a fucking magnet. We go to Philly. <laughs> no one speaks to me. Yet somehow every five minutes, somebody's like cornering Joe. <laughs> dude, I went, dude, when I went, when I went to Boston calling, I met up with Brian and our, our friends, Brian and Katie. And there is, 10,000 people surrounding us and none of them are interacting. And then the fucking biggest weirdo freak is like an inch from my face. being like, what's your favorite Led Zeppelin song? I'm like, I don't know, man. Go fucking ask somebody else. <laughs> why, why you walk all this way? To-? And we weren't, we were so isolated. Like the guy walked out of his way to come to me. Fuck. And I'm standing you, with two other people. You only ask me. You are a magnet. You are a magnet. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. It's- so yes, if I saw somebody throwing magazines like that, like just leave. if you're listening to this and you see somebody throwing magazines, 
Just leave. It's not because you're scared. It's just you don't want a fucking headache. Just leave. <laughs> well, she instead, Justine instead just like, is like, well, I the only way to the counter is through this aisle with magazine thrower. So I got to walk down that aisle, I guess. Um, and it is a gal. It's a gal in a hooded sweatshirt. Looks like one of our perps from the beginning. Um, and she is uh, Al- Ashley Green. She played by Ashley Green, uh, who was in Twilight. Twilight, yep. Alice Cullen. Did you ever watch the Twilight movies? I did. Tina's a big fan. You've watched them all? I have. Wow. <laughs> what are your thoughts on them? I mean, there. I mean, I don't really have many thoughts on them. I'd never okay. be in a hurry. Well, I feel like we should do them for the show. But I'm down with that. I'm down with that. <laughs> How many are there? Three? Uh, there's five because the fourth oh. one stretched. It was, it, was, it was that same time when Harry Potter was stretching the movie into two. Yeah. I mean, Peter Jackson. None of them had to be. Peter Jackson <laughs> fucked that shit up so bad with the fucking with the, the Hobbit. Fucking Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, he didn't Lord do it. Rings. No, Lord of the Rings, he did like one movie per book. Well, he yeah. probably should have broke them up because they're probably probably six hours long. Yeah. Hours. Uh, yeah, no, The Hobbit was the bad one. The Hobbit was the bad one. And then everyone kind of followed suit. I think I think that was one that did it first based on a book. I'm trying to think. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, this gal looks like no good. If you weren't afraid of the magazine throwing, when you saw her face, you'd be like, I got to fucking bounce. Like, this is not for me. This, <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here. Um and yeah she she is uh she calls Justine Christie from the jump she's like okay Christie and you're like oh shit um they get into it a little bit uh we'll learn her name is Violet sort of well I don't know if that's her name but that's her calling card is Violet um. And she kind of like tries to touch uh, Justine's face, and it's very odd. And it's like, "Nice car!" Like, like get the fuck out of here, man! Like, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how you know that's how the conversation is going to fucking go once you see them acting like that. (laughs) And it gets diffused for the most part. Justine leaves the convenience store, and this car headlight turns on, revs its engine at Justine. Tense moment, but they leave. Like, well, to, to backtrack a little bit, like um, Violet is, is just weirding her out. So um, yeah. Justine puts her off, and then Violet goes to the counter and is just like demanding a discount for sunglasses for some reason. And the the worker's like, "I'm not like, what are you what are you doing? I'm not giving you a discount." And Christy or uh, Justine offers to pay for him. Violet's like, yeah. "I'm gonna watch your fucking charity, Christy." <laughs> what? Yeah, they're a little unhinged. They're a little unhinged. The cult. Uh, they're not. They're not all the way there with their thoughts. Um, but Violet leaves in her car. Uh, peels out. Doesn't steal Justine's, which I was surprised about. Um, Justine hops in her car. You're getting a vibe that you're gonna get a tropey moment here. Um, ultimately though, Justine, she, they do, they do have a little bit of a trope. She's driving, it's foggy. Suddenly fucking Violet's car is just stopped in the road. Yep. Justine tries to go around it. Violet kind of pivots. 
Um, but Justine ultimately is able to get around her and fucking speed off to the college. And you're just like, damn, like I, I fucking love that setup, man. What like drawing it out a little bit. Cause then you're like, you, you don't expect them to get back to the college really. Like you're just like, Oh, this is, this no. Is yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Fucking old, old fart face violet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that that the car scene is unsettling. Like that car scene is like super unsettling because it just there's no lights on in the car and fucking Violet just comes to the back window and fucking puts a K and on the wind. Yes, the, the cinematography is really good. Like the, the sky has like a reddish hue to it at all times, and it, it's it's honestly pretty eerie. Yeah, oh, it, it is, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like there were like moments where I was like, I don't want to fucking watch. <laughs> like I don't want to get scared. Um, <laughs> I watched it with Tina and she, she felt the same. She was like, this is scary. Unsettling. <laughs> this is yeah. It's unsettling. Um, the security guards get a bad feeling about something going on. They got their spidey senses going off. So they, they kind of move around and we see some shadows on the security cameras. Um, Justine is back. She's walking around these empty dorms. And like, this is like legitimately like some of the scariest shit It's just like dorm buildings are fucking huge, dude. Like if this were going to happen, this is fucking crazy. They could be anywhere and they kind of are everywhere. There's eventually we'll learn there's four of them in this group. Um, And they're just like all over the place. They are in individual dorm rooms. You'll see a shadow occasionally move, it, and it's really well done. Like I, I don't know, it's better than most times you see that shit. Like, and it's because they'll like do it, like a figure in the back in the distance down the hall, right in a shadow. Like they'll cut to that a few times, and then like on the fourth time, that's when you'll see the shadow move, and you're like, motherfuckers, like that's fucking good. Um, and they they wait for the payoff on this for sure. Um, so Justine's walking around. It's scary as fuck. Also, by the way, I was I was thinking about this. More zombie movies should probably take this angle and build suspense like this. I feel like the zombie movies are now just like like bum rush, like a fast paced, yeah, fast paced bum rush, dude. I think you could do it. Like, there's not that many zombies. It's not like giant hordes. But like, when you're in a fucking building like this, like you don't know where the fuck they are. Like, <laughs> and sitting around, and they're dumb as shit. A dorm, a dorm is a really good setting, especially a, bank, a vacant one. Oh, and they give us, they hit us with all the college rooms that you could want. You get, you get a swimming pool scene. You get the library scene. You get the cafeteria scene. You get it all. They That's fucking cool. nailed it. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> um, anyway, lots of red herrings. Uh, we see a wall full of the kids' pictures in the dorm room, and everyone's eyes are scratched out. Spooky. Which, they're very fast-moving again. Like, how do they have they're, time to do all that? They're <laughs> a, a little dramatic. Like, come on, take it easy. Um, Chrissy gets back to her room, though, and she sees Wade, the security guard, outside. She's banging on it, trying to get his attention. He doesn't hear. She's at her computer. And we see the door slowly open. And as that happens, she's trying to connect to the internet, trying to connect. Nothing's going on. And it gets redirected to a Christie page. Uh, and it just says like Christie all over it or like the K all over it. And in walks. Fartlet. Violet is back. 
<laughs> why, why are you doing that? <laughs> Choking. I don't know. Honestly, in my notes, I just started referring to her as like different variations of words of fart, like <laughs> fart knocker, fartlet. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> she goes by Violet because she wears Violet. She goes by Fartlet because she smells like farts. Dude, that girl looks like she smells like farts. That girl smells like farts. That girl smells like shit. <laughs> Just look at her. Anyway. Uh, we got more hoodies on the loose now besides, you know, what's her face. And, and we got more hoodies on the loose. Wade is banging on the door. Fucking Justine is like, wait, wait, wait. Gets jumped by a hoodie who brutally kills him with a fucking aluminum baseball bat. Yes. They're all yes, wearing... Does. At first I was like, ooh, they're all wearing MF Doom masks. That's cool. It just fucking crumpled it's up. Aluminum foil. <laughs> Shittiest masks I've ever seen. However, kind of the most effective mask because you can't see the shape of their fucking face. You can't, no. It's all fucking, like, crinkled up. But, like, the, the light... Mask. Dude, it, like, reflects the light. It's honestly, like... That's pretty kind of, smart. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm thinking. I, I, listen, I'm not condoning any uh, sort of crimes here, but like, if you're going to commit one, I think aluminum foil masks is the way to go. <laughs> Until cut to the news when some fucking idiot does it. Suffocates to death. Yeah. <laughs> rips in half <laughs> mid-crime. Mid <laughs> Ends up on world's dumbest criminals. This fucking idiot tried to wear an aluminum foil mask. <laughs> Because a podcast told them to, uh, they they uh, they catch they catch Justine here, man. Um, they catch her and they let her go because just like the girl at the opening scene, they start filming and they said, "Run to God, Christy," which I fucking loved. I fucking loved it. That's yeah, just they're, scary fuck. They're in it for the chase. Yeah, truly, truly, right? And the and the fucking videos, the kind of like uh, you know, kind of like the strangers, like they knock on the door, they could have just killed them immediately, but they were they were in it for the game. And you believe it though, right? Like that's the thing with the strangers is you're like the, the premise is like so. Well, I guess it's funny because they don't explain it, and that's what's scary. They're just like we're just doing this. So they're just psychotic. Like, yeah, they're just yeah, psychos. yeah. I think sometimes movies try to give them a reason, and it's like sometimes it's way more scary to yeah, not. No, re- no reason. It's way scary. Like if they had a vendetta, then at least like you can like justify it in your brain in some twisted way. But when there's just no reason, it's pure chaos. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking wild. Um, she's on the run, but manages to escape outside uh, where they've vandalized her car. Uh, and she won't be able to get that started. Um, another car shows up. I forget who's in this second car, though, that shows up right now. I don't know why I wrote that down. The, the other security guard? Because she runs and she finds the other security guard who's dead in, in his car. No, that's that- later on. This is a, the, a a car pulls up. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, it was probably the landscaper or something. Who the fuck cares? Anyway, we go to Jurassic Park Raptor scene. Uh, where Justine's hiding in the fucking cafeteria kitchen um, and, and ultimately escapes by like dangling pots, hitting pots. Using a pea shooter to like make a, make a sound behind the 
Oh my god, the dude. Killers. That is honestly like she does it so often in this movie, it's actually crazy. It's just like constantly throwing shit and everyone like go to the sound. <laughs> After like the second one, you'd be like, hey guys, moving forward, if you hear an insane sound, just go to the door. Find the fucking door and leave. She's going somewhere else. Like she's not she's not hiding in that spot making all that noise. Um but we get that like fun raptor hanging out, like hiding under the fucking things, and all very, uh, uh, all very tense, all very tense moments. She gets out, goes to a parking garage where she sees a cop car, and this is the scene you're talking about. That security guard is dead. Oh, so maybe it was the security guard driving to that location, and then he died. That's your problem. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. But I don't know how they killed. They killed him. They slit his throat. He fell right out. Just deader than a doornail. But no keys are left in the car, so she can't escape. There's got to be the other, the other, the other very glaring thing is she escapes these people so many times, and she could get the fuck out of there. There's no way for them to figure out where the fuck she would have gone if she just like kept running, right? Like run into the fucking yeah. woods. Just keep running. There's no way. Because there is woods, which she does end up in. And, like, it's funny that you bring that up because I I remember thinking that and being, like, I almost, like, tried to justify the movie being, like, well, college campuses are large. Like, you know, she – it would be tiring to run. But then at the same token, like, they're not going to fucking find you because they're so large. Like, just – they're huge. somewhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Even if you – like, college campuses have multiple dorms, right? Even yeah. if you went into one dorm and just went into an unoccupied room, how the fuck are they going to find you? Right? It's going to take them fucking ages. They'll never find you. Yeah. Um. Well, that 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 comes into play too. But they they they're they're it's just shocking. Anyway, she finds one of those emergency phones, which is great. She does make the call. Which I don't know where that goes, but it doesn't go far because fucking old Viafart is hanging out behind the <laughs> trash can or something, and she she comes she comes up. So she runs. Justine's off to the races again. She goes to Scott's house. Who, uh, until Joe had told me earlier in the movie, I, I said, "Who the fuck is Scott?" When this scene came on, because it's like old oh, Scott's house, and I was like, "Am I supposed to know who the fuck Scott is?" Uh, <laughs> Scott is the, the groundskeeper. Groundskeeper, yes. He's Ziggy Sabatka from the fucking Wire season two. Is he? He is. Fucking oh. Ziggy. Fucking Ziggy. Hey, Ziggy, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest season of The Wire. I mean, the weirdest. No, season, season five. The- season five is weirder. Season five is Fake weird. serial killer. <laughs> but, but, why? That was such a move, dude. Like, because it's like one of HBO's like first big hits, right? Like, big, big hit. Like, Oz was a hit, but like, this is like a big one. Go from go from the streets of Baltimore w- w- with really interesting and well acted characters, and like you're invested in you know the the gangland side of this show, yeah. and season two to go to the Greek mafia. You know, running the docks of Baltimore. <laughs> that is baffling. Yeah. No, what's it's weird so is that, like, I, 
because um, this guy was in uh, that 50 Cent movie uh, with Ice Cube's son. I, I can't think of the name of it about the uh, the bank robberies or the um, it's not banks, but like the armory. But he looks just like Ziggy in that movie. I didn't think he looked like Ziggy in this. So I, I didn't realize it was him. Uh, yeah, I, I did not realize it either. His name is um, James Ranson. He also um, ended up being in the Sinister movies, too, which is kind of mm. crazy. And he's in the uh, black phone. Yeah, he was in the black phone. It, it, I did not realize how much work that dude got after the the wire. Honestly, like this is the first time I was like, "Oh my god, this guy fucking worked." And then I looked it up, and it's like he he stayed steady. <laughs> he was a steady working boy, man. Just kept it going. Um, what else was he in? Gemini. Oh, I thought what was that movie? Gemini Man, where. Will Smith. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Um, Wait, maybe he wasn't in that 50 Cent movie. I can't fucking find it. <laughs> so, so maybe that comment is... That guy looked just like Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I gotta look this up. Well, I'll continue on. Scott uh, Ziggy uh, also has a dog and a gun. So if we lose this battle, I'll honestly be concerned. And guess what? We lose this fucking battle. Uh, he has a shotgun. He has a shotgun and a fucking big old dog, baby. Like that dog is huge. That is a huge fucking dog. Um, they kill the dog though, like pretty quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ziggy's like, go get him, boy, and then just immediately the fucking dogs go on. And Ziggy also shoots a fucking round of shotgun out there, and is like, that's a shotgun. And you're like, oh, okay, dude, screaming that. <laughs> They know. Um, but you don't see the you don't see the dog death, thankfully. Oh, um, oh I, I apologize. The movie is called Den of Thieves, and I'm thinking of Nick Sabatka, who who the actor who plays Nick Sabatka. Is oh, like Nick. Den of yes, yeah. that, that's the one I was imitating. The fucking Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. My bad. The, fucking. That guy Ziggy. talks like he's 90 years old. He was fucking 22 in that fucking show. The fucking Ziggy. That guy was more annoying than Ziggy was, and Ziggy was. Ziggy was the idiot. Yeah, Ziggy, my, my mistake. I, I mixed the two up. Ziggy was a fucking idiot. Ziggy made you want to fucking pull your fucking hair out because it's like you all that gangland stuff from the first one, and then you have Ziggy who's like, I'll just sell to whoever the fuck I want to sell to. And fucking Nick's like, can you please not fucking do that because you're going to get us fucking killed. And Ziggy's like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you just don't like being rich. Wasn't there a guy uh, named Froggy? Froggy, the or frog, frog. yeah, frog. yeah, it's frog, yeah, yeah, because uh, Nick always oh. yells at him, yeah. Oh my god, yes, he was worse yeah. than Ziggy, yeah, <laughs> he was <laughs> fucking idiot. What a fucking good show, just, uh, just like John Cena, dude. I, their clothes, though, were dead on for like that period and what they were doing and like who they were yes. hanging out with, fucking ridiculous. Um. Well, Justine, Scott goes out to try and find him and kill him. Justine then goes outside. She finds Scott, who's been hung with a fucking hose, which imagine the fucking forearms on that fucking guy to tie a fucking hose around somebody's neck. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Looking tough. That's that nuts. dude is tough. <laughs> um, and then the chase, we, we get a chase again. She's off again. A lot of chasing in this. It's... Probably better to watch. She she also but she also has obtained a working cell phone from Scott now. 
calls a 911 dispatcher trying to get help. Um, they're like, stay on the line, stay on the line. She ends up hiding in the dorm to Joe's point, like what you could have done. And what would you do if you hid in a dorm? You would call 911. Um, and the, the dispatcher's like, where are you? We're going to send somebody to help you. So she gives her exact location. And then the dispatch, you hear the dispatcher go, Christy, Christy, Christy. And they have hijacked uh, the phone lines. Uh, it's, uh, it's fine. The most efficient call of all time. Like, well, are we sure? Because on ADAT recently, you talked about a fucking Japanese cult that made a nuclear weapon. So I, well, they might be more efficient. because they. These guys are way more efficient. They just obtained the parts. How do you even begin to where do you even begin to start building an atomic bomb? Those guys were just like, yeah, we're just going to go over there and find uranium, and they did. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I think I think the issue is that it, it it's way easier than it should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the fucking terrifying part. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, from from there, uh, they start sending Justine videos to her cell phone. Showing them all the clips of that they have recording her from the gas station to some clips that we didn't see, but like we knew they were hiding in like areas, like watching her walk by. It's really good, really effective. Um, and then she gets some texts. Good hunt, fun filming you. Time to die. <laughs> to die is spelled with the numbers. There's there's so many like numbers and one letter words in these texts. It's crazy. Um, and we get the next escape is to the library, classic library chase scene, which is always a fun, always a fun one. Um, and again, Justine uses that big old brain of hers to turn a phone alarm, which sounds like a fucking, like a, fucking emergency service alarm. It's just like the loudest fucking thing. Chucks the phone, distracts everyone, which allows her to leave. <laughs> but she goes to the roof. Yes. Where they also go. Poor, poor plan. You'd never Very, go to the roof. Get to the street. Get to a main road. Yeah, well, <laughs> Justine uh, is a fucking badass because <laughs> uh, she jumps off the fucking roof of this building. <laughs> Dude, that is, it is a high roof. It a is high very roof. high. It's over the top of a tree, which is what we're supposed to sort of believe. The branches break her fall. Break her fall to an extent, but like, <laughs> I mean, it fall. would kill her. It is <laughs> the branch. The branches themselves would kill her. <laughs> um, they don't though. She's thankfully she's she's uh, she's good to go. She's good to go. Actually, not only is she good to go, she does have a limp here. <laughs> But later in the movie begins full out sprinting. Like later on in the movie, it's just like fucking T one thousand running. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> she she gets through though. She she she's safe. She starts running through the woods, which have lights in it, which I didn't think was a thing. But then I was thinking about that fucking trail at Yukon. I think that had lights. It had lights. Yeah, it had lights. But, well, well, unfortunately, uh, terrible things would happen on that trail, so yeah. they had to they had to do that. I was gonna break that up. <laughs> yeah, it's a, not a great place to be. Don't go on that fucking trail. Um, and then she sees her boyfriend pulling in. 
immediately runs back to the school. I would honestly be like, sorry, 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 babe. <laughs> I got to fucking go. I'm not sticking around. But, but, she he has, is, uh, but he has a working car. He does have a working car. So that's true. So, and she's a real one. She's a real one. So she goes back for, for her boy. Um, he sees Vifartla Davis out there. <laughs> Thinks it's Justine, but it's not. Approaches her and he gets fucking killed uh, in front of Justine. He gets fucking yes. stabbed. Um, and she just keeps saying no, 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 no. But now she's real fucking mad. And her, and her legs work. Uh, <laughs> and she gets she gets his car. And we get our first fucking batty down moment where um, she gets in the car, starts driving. He jumps on the hood, is stabbing glass, which once that car starts speeding, I, I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of that thing because that she's, sure. she's gonna do something bad to me. Yeah, <laughs> and she does. She fucking common sense one on one. She she smashes him into a fucking pole, fucking killing him instantly, and also unfortunately uh, destroying her vehicle. Which yeah, not well thought out, but really, <laughs> she's not making great decisions. But also in those moments, I feel like you might do that. I mean, you just watched your boyfriend get killed. The vengeance is on your mind, and you've been stalked. You're not thinking. You're not in clear mind. No, no. And, and you know, she's mourning her beloved. In the next few scenes, you'll see her just coming to terms with that. Coming to terms with that. Um, ultimately, she ends up in the pool room for another classic bit here, pool, pool bit of hiding underwater while your attackers are above you. Very suspenseful always. And... The breath, the breathing, and shit is always. You know, how does she do it? Um, and again, she tricks him into coming out um, by I don't even know what the fuck she did. Throwing a fucking, a fucking boulder in the wall. He's in the other room, and it sounds like a fucking. They dropped a car in the pool. <laughs> loudest crash of all time. Um, he comes running out to investigate, and she. Gives him the old Wolverine claw with the keys, the Cart classic, keys. Yep. the classic self defense thing, and she fucks him up with the keys, pushes him in, and then chokes him to death underwater with his own fucking baseball bat. Yes, fucking sick. Love it. Absolutely yep. sick. Um, she gets out, and now she's we're in full we're in full final girl mode. Um, she starts fashioning what I thought was a fucking bomb. Um, but turns out to be just an insane melee murder weapon. It's a bat with like, <laughs> nails and shit. It's crazy. Um, it, it's fucking crazy. One of the other baddies. So we're two baddies down. We only got two left, Violet and one other one. Um, he finds his buddy's dead body. So he goes after her. She's hiding in the showers. Uh, all the curtains are great scene. Great I fucking scene. loved this. I fucking loved this. Um, and there was a bit that we didn't mention um, where the boyfriend had a tape recorder on him because he kept wanting to catch the moment where she would finally say, which is also very depressing and fucking weird. 
uh, he would just put it on him to record her in the event that she would ever say, I love you too, to him. Because he is constantly like, I love you so much. And she's like, cool. Dude, that is, um, that's honestly almost as psychotic as the, the hooded call. It really right? is. It really I'm going to record the moment he says. Get a grip. It's like, yeah, that's not going to help. That's really not going to help the fucking situation. So like, go ahead and say it. She's like, uh, I'm good. Um, so, you know, uh, so that makes it even sadder that that dude died. Um, cause she never <laughs> did get to say, I love you back. It's actually fucking mope. <laughs> so this recorder is like kind of playing a part in this movie. Um, so they're in the shower room. The killer is like pulling each fucking curtain as you do. Um, and you, you can hear her occasionally whimpering and you're like, Oh fuck. He's he pinpoints the curtain, fucking rips it open. It's the tape recorder of her crying. She recorded herself crying, taped it in there. Um, he has a great. He has a great bamboozled face. He's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's one of the best, one of the one of the goats of the bamboozled face um, with a mask on. With a hard, mask, yeah, hard to say. do. Hard to do. Well, <clears throat> Justine bursts out of the other one with a fucking spike back and just fucking. It bludgeons him. Bludgeons him to death. And she unmasks him. She unmasks mm-hmm. him. I, I, I thought maybe we were supposed to recognize him, but I think it was just one of those moments where you get to look and it's just a fucking... She humanizes she, him. She humanizes yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, think about that. As, as a... I mean, as anyone, you're being hunted by these people. You almost feel like they're superhuman to a point because... They're just not stopping. They're coming after you. They're coming after you. They're coming after you. You're doing everything in your power to get rid of them, and you can't. And then you fucking kill one. You take off the mask, and it's just some just some fucking, fucking nerd, some fucking yeah. loser nerd. Yeah, It'd fucking piss you off. We would fucking like you. Just be like, oh, I'm so fucking irritated right now. <laughs> like this is yeah, no, it's just, so annoying. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite things that they did in this movie for that reason because like. Even when you, if you listen to true crime or like you read about serial killers, like they're always have this like aura of like what you were saying, some like supernatural element that they're like evil incarnate, right? Yeah. Just some fucking loser who can't get laid on their own, don't know how to talk to the opposite sex, you know, and their mothers didn't love them enough. They're just fucking nerds. Like they're not, they're not of, of on another level, just fucking losers. Fucking losers. That that is the story of life, by the way, everyone. That's fucking a life lesson. <laughs> fucking nerd ass pieces of shit just fucking ruining everyone's time. Um <laughs> she grabs his phone. Uh and and Violet, she gets a text from Violet on this this killer's phone saying, Did you kill Christy? She responds, Yes. She's like, upload it to the fold. Um, so she goes to the fold and we see all the videos of all of these women that they've killed. Um, just tons of them on this dark website. Tons. Yeah. Uh, and this is a national thing. You see people from other cities talking about it. You can kind of see the chat a little bit being like, this is what we did. Um, bragging about it. Um, the idea of this fucking scares me. Like it honestly fucking like troubles me a little bit. And I, I'm I know I'm old now, so I think that's probably why, but like it's awful. Like it's awful in a good way, right? Like the idea, the concept that that 
could be real, like is fucking alarming. I mean, could be, it's pretty much real, right? Like not, not to sound like a fucking schmuck, but like there are sex trafficking rings exist and there are people using technology for this reason throughout the world, I mean, like globally. It's right. You, I mean, even look terrifying. on your local fucking news. It probably once a month, you'll find some fucking dickhead getting arrested for fucking uploading images on the internet. And you're like, where the fuck do these guys do this? They find a fucking way. They, they find, find a way. Yeah. And there is, there is an audience for it and it is terrifying. Yeah. Um, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Just in case he's <laughs> feeling litigious these days. <laughs> I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah, prove, prove yeah, me yeah, wrong. Prove Charlie. I'll get Ashton on my back. He'll help me out. He'll fund the whole thing. We'll take this motherfucker down, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, Justine, who I thought was fashioning a bomb before, now for sure is doing something. She's like mixing chemicals. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> like the beakers <laughs> pool chemicals it's so weird it's like one of the weirder scenes you're just like pouring powder together you're like what the fuck is happening i mean that's uh, probably the most unbelievable because like listen i like the <laughs> thought of it but if i'm doing that i'm blowing myself up right uh, well, you don't know what you're mixing remember you were playing madden with that stupid i do i was just thinking that yes <laughs> and his I dad do. accidentally blew himself up with I, pool chemicals, dude which is what this is dude dude <laughs> so I, i'd be playing madden with this kid all the time um so we were connected through headsets and you know grew up in the same town um and his dad his dad was outside and as we're playing there's just an enormous explosion like like alarming legitimate <laughs> explosion and you just hear family members screaming just chaos like holy shit what the fuck and uh i heard the, you know the, the kid i was playing with like wasn't talking to me because obviously they were like thrown off by something exploding at their house and the, <laughs> the way that he, this kid talks to his dad is so dysfunctional and uh Instead of like asking if he was okay, because he still had his headset on, he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And his dad just being like, "Shut the fuck up!" I blew up the pool house because he was mixing chemicals. He's trying to clean something. Like, it legitimately exploded and like blew the guy out of the yeah. pool house. And the pool house was like, oh. <laughs> the, the pool chemicals are like legitimately fucking crazy. Like they they can't explode, and that's what yeah, it's like used. ammonia. You make like mustard gas. <laughs> Probably like ruin that entire neighborhood, <laughs> which explains a lot. That uh, explain a fucking ton. Uh, Justine makes the bomb. Uh, she also dresses up as one of the killers. Yes, she great move. His identity. Um, and we cut to Violet outside, and she's in the car waiting for her partner to come out. Um. Out walks Justine, who still doesn't even like. I was expecting her to like get in the car and like spook her, but instead just like comes right up to the fucking window and is just like boom, like fucking hits it. Um, throws the chemicals into her fucking car. Uh, Violet jumps out, and and Justine is like, "You don't want to fucking move. Like I'm gonna f- fuck you up." Justine's yeah. like, "What the fuck is it?" Or Violet's like, "What the fuck is this?" Fucking dives at her with the knife, 
Justine just fucking throws whatever the like ammonia or whatever the fuck it is, throws yeah. it at her, and she goes up in fucking flames. immediately due to contact. I fucking loved it. I Dude, thought it that was is so a weapon fun. for all weapons. I was so pumped, dude. Dude, burning alive has got to be like one of the most awful things in the world. But so Shit. like to watch it. And I know we've seen movies that do it, but like it, it again, like when it's rooted in a little bit of reality like this, it's just like so different to watch a young person just fucking burn alive. Um, and it's her fault, right? Like, I mean, it's not, it, she's terrible. She yeah, deserves no, it. Justified. Yeah. It's just so crazy. And she just goes straight up in fucking flames. Um, and, uh, an odd move by Justine, and I'm sure the police had questions about this, uh, but Justine <laughs> films it and then uploads that to the fold for everyone to see. <laughs> you might face a crime yourself. <laughs> but uh, the hunt is over. They lost, is what she writes. Yeah. Uh, and posting it in there. Um, and we see, uh, it cut, we cut to a montage of news clips um, being like, because of the phone, we were able to like rest X, Y, and Z, all these cells across the country. We were able to like put a stop to it. And so through Justine, they are able to stop most of these cells across the country. Yes. Okay. My least favorite part of the movie is uh, Justine at the end being like, Justine is dead. My name is Christy. Well, no, you, why would you take that mantle? Why would you fucking do that to yourself? Why would you? <laughs> I feel like even like the police and the courts, if you went to go change your name, would be like, oh, okay, like don't Can you just go to like therapy for a little bit first <laughs> yeah. before, before we make this fucking decision? Like, I think this is a bad idea. I think this is a really bad idea you for your mental. Poor people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not like that final line. Did you watch the after credits? I. Did so I was shocked after, that that was a thing. The fact that it has a post credit scene is nuts, and uh, it shows somebody, uh, a woman, being attacked by what is another, what looks to be one of, a, you know, one of the cult members uh, somewhere else. But the attacker is stopped by another masked individual who I, I assumed was Justine. She's like in full vigilante mode. So I think they're setting up a sequel. Kind of fucking cool. Kind of fucking cool. I love it, dude. I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm ready for the sequel. Bring it up. Let's do it, baby. Uh, and that is the end. That is Christy. Uh, a little Thanksgiving for y'all. A little Thanksgiving. Yes, recommend it for sure. Check yeah, it man. Kind of just hanging out there. These movies get made and no one knows about them. It's kind of crazy sometimes when you stumble upon something like this. Um very cool, though. Very cool movie. Props For to sure. everyone. <clears throat> and a decent cast, man. Like, <coughs> Yes, for sure. It's fucking crazy. Um, so, that's that. Uh, we could promote and end this episode. Um, do we want to talk about our schedule, uh, our upcoming schedule? Because we put together a, a fucking quarter of the year schedule. Which I'm sure will change, but actually, maybe not. It might not change. We'd probably be all right until, you know. Run through it. Run through it. It will change. Um, so we got our live show coming up this week. Then we got Which no will show. probably change. Which will probably change. The movie. The movie will change. Yeah. Uh, December 6th, 
So in December, we're probably not going to do a live show because the timing's crazy. I think I only have like one weekend where I could really do it. Um, but we're going to do 30 Days of Night, The Gingerbread Man. The Ginger okay. Dead Man? Ginger Dead Man. I'm sorry. Ginger Dead Man. Because we don't, again, once again, we've only done like number two or four. Or <laughs> I don't think we did the original one. No, we um, didn't. December 20th. Ho, ho, ho. We're going to give you all Black Christmas 1974, which somehow we have not done. <laughs> Wait, we never did Black Christmas? We've never done Black Christmas. That seems not right. We did the remake. And we discussed, okay, it. Right. we discussed it briefly uh, after we saw it at the cult classics, CT cult classics, uh, yeah. because it was a great watch in that theater. And also, I think I got into a fight with two adult men, but that's fine. <laughs> at that screening for talking. Um, then after that, a very requested movie that I did not realize fit a, a, a holiday theme this fucking movie, everyone, dude, I, I can't tell you. It's honestly probably the most requested via email that I get. Um, Dead End from 2003 starring fucking Ray Weiss. Um, a road trip from hell. Five people set out on Christmas Eve for their relatives' houses and spend the night caught up in a nightmare that won't end. Um, it's a 6.5 on IMDb. Um, it looks like, I don't even know. It doesn't look like anything totally over the edge, but people fucking love it. And people have been asking us to do this forever. It's French made. Um, it very interesting. Lynn Shea's in it also. Um, it, I don't know. I, I'm kind of excited. I'm willing to flip that though for, for another one. I had another one in there. I forget what it was though, but there's your Christmas ones. Oh, and also 30 Days of Night, I'm willing to swap for Shredder. Oh, dude. I'm already saying really swap. I'm already saying swap it. You, all right. I mean, 30 so, Days of Night is a winter movie. We could, we could, if we need to hey, fill. Plug it in anywhere. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's do Shredder because I really want to do it so bad. Um, thank you. So, Shredder, <laughs> December 6th. Sorry, Reagan. That was already. Lasted three seconds. Congratulations. Um, uh, And then January. You guys asked for it. We're going to fucking give it to you. This is our new going to be. I think January will be the month for for this moving forward. If it all goes as planned. January, we are doing uh, serial killer. Another serial killer. So you're getting another serial killer uh, this year. Or no, it'll be next year. No, but that'll be, be next year. 23. Um, and we are doing it on Hellraisers. The, the yes. Hellraiser print. Can't um, wait. I am excited. I am very excited. The uh, the amount of movies I, di- I did not realize was a thing. And the dumb names I also did not realize was a thing. Until I put this together. So uh, roughly, you're gonna do, we're going to do one and two. In the first week, you got to pair them together, obviously. Uh, second week, uh, three and bloodline. Yes. Third week is Inferno, <laughs> Hellseeker, and Debtor, 
which <laughs> may be the best movie name ever. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then our fucking live show for that month is going to be Hellworld. Hellraiser Hellworld. That better be the fucking internet one. Or I'm going to fucking freak the fuck out. Pretty sure it is. Hellworld. Uh, <laughs> World Wide Web. Um, maybe it's not, though. Oh, yeah, it is. It for, dude, Evil goes online. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That's going to be the best fucking live show ever. I'm so fucking excited for that. Uh, it's so good. Uh, that's going to be our live show. Um, and then the final the final uh, week of, uh, of uh, Serial Killer, we will see Revelations, Judgment, which are newer entries, but I think are in the same timeline. I don't think they're requels. And then I figure we will talk about the remake also, the 2022 remake. I don't think we're going to go as in-depth into it, but we will. I think we'll touch on it in that one. So Sounds um, good. Yep. And then I'm, you know. But the last two, Judgment and Hellraiser, don't have Doug Bradley, but they are in the same. They they do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I I've seen Judgment like I saw Judgment when it came out. Um, it was not great. <laughs> oh my god, dude! If I remember it correctly, dude, like the the fucking uh, what are they called? Cenobites. Cenobites, dude. The Cenobites are purchasing up real estate in in Judgment. I'm like ninety percent sure they're like buying real estate in human like on Earth. They're buying houses. Nice part of the plan. Perfect. Um, uh, February, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a found footage month. Cause I keep wanting to do it for myself. Cause I just love it so fucking much and I never do it. Um, but also we're doing return of the living dead three for uh Valentine's day. Cause it's a Valentine's day movie. It's a love movie actually works for me. It's a fucking love movie. Remember when it, we did part two early on and we put such little effort into it, it? Halfway through the episode, we realized it was the same two characters from the first film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how, do, how do we continue? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what we got. Boy, I tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun. This will get me through the winter. I'll tell you that. I, I think... It's nice. It's nice to see this laid out, and yeah, like I'm excited. This will get me through the winter. I'm not looking forward to this winter. I am already very sad. Uh, why? Why? Because there's no fucking light, Joe. You can't fucking leave the house. <laughs> it's every winter, man. I'm trying to ride my fucking bike and no, it's fucking freezing. I know. Been doing Joe. this for 37 years, bro. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. We <laughs> talked about this this summer. We talked about this. Listen, we were out there, not together. We were in separate places, sunning ourselves all summer. We were big pro vitamin D boys. Maybe sunning in the nude. Maybe sunning in the nude. Not together again. Not together. Just separately. Joe and I may have been doing that. (laughs) And we said to each other, I was like, I think I might kill myself in the winter. I cannot go back. I cannot live without the sun anymore. Grow a fucking sack and do it in the 32 degree weather. 
Maybe I will. I bought some. I bought some vitamin D supplements, but that's not going to get it done. I might go to a fucking tanning booth. I don't care. You're not going to get vitamin D from a fucking. I don't care. I just want some light, and I want. I'll eat the vitamin D while I sit in the booth. That's it. Was, what are we doing here? Much on the vitamin D while I'm sitting in the fucking booth. Recreate it, baby. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for the next live show when I'm just like beat fucking red, <laughs> vibrant, vibrant. <laughs> Radiant. Everything's great. I'll look like Ray Wise by the time I do that. Ray Wise. Uh, All right, guys. Thank you all so much. Uh, Facebook.com. No, why am I plugging that? We haven't used Facebook in fucking forever. Uh, I hate horror.com. You can go to our store. I think I'm going to change our store provider soon. So it might go down for a little bit, but it won't be long. And then I'll upload a new one. Just for various reasons, but please feel free to order your merch there. Store.ihatehorror.com um, or just go to ihatehorror.com. Click the link up there. Uh, and international is coming very soon. Um, so I will have that all set up for you guys soon. Uh, Instagram at I hate horror. Uh, I guess facebook.com slash I hate horror. I don't know. I, I don't even know if it's still there. I think it might be. Um, Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. Yeah, it feels I sorry, I keep I keep thinking I need to plug something else, but it's like, oh yeah, we did the Chicago show, we did the fucking Monster Mania, and now we're They're, like in we're the chilling there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. Uh look forward to seeing you again. Patreon. Oh, that's the other thing. Patreon.com slash I hate core. If you wanna support us, we got all documented, all true episodes out there now. Yes. Lots of fun doing those. Um, the video episodes you get access to and you get, um, the live shows. Check us out. Yes. Just check it out. Fucking, if you got nothing to do, you pay. Patreon fixed itself too, by the way. If you ever had a fucking issue with Patreon's billing, cause it's a fucking nightmare. They fixed it where you could just, where when you fucking sign up, that's your renewal date. It used to be this wacky fucking thing where if somebody, this is fucking nuts. This is fucking like illegal. If you became a Patreon on June 31st, right? You paid for it. I don't know why I chose June. Yeah, I don't think there's 31st. June June 30th? I don't know those. I don't know. All right. June 30th. Let's say June 29th. Just in case there's a yeah, the, 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 June 29th. <laughs> no, no, what, what? <laughs> Let's say you sign up June 29th for Patreon. They take that money out of your account, but then they would they used to fucking hit you July 1st again. So you paid double real fast. Mm. Fucking horse shit. Yeah. They fix that. They have fixed that. So, so you get a full month before now you get the full month. And if you if you subscribe to us in the past i think it, you're still on that so if you ever cancel and come back that's the way it'll work for you um or so i've been told so anyway that's a selling point and a long fucking way to tell it <laughs> all right well no it's been real joe thank you for doing this with me thanks to all of you and uh for joe this is sean stay weird uh thank you Adios. I wanna play. I'm gonna watch what I'm not.